Donna, if you could go back to any time period in time, when would you go back to? Any time period in time ever? Any time period in time ever time. Mm-hmm. If you could just go back and knowing what you know now, like time machine, but the kind that like it just it teleports you there. And so, you know, oh, so you I know. could go to like any place. Sure. Okay. This is tough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm torn between saying something, like, a long, long time ago because it'd be cool or saying something fairly recent because it'd be, like, near now. Those are alternatives. <laughs> Man, I don't know. You have such a way with words, and when trying to answer a question... You have a tendency to present the outcomes, the ways you could answer, without answering. It's really... Yeah. It's very politician of you. Thank you. I I think if I had to choose one time, because it's a really good question. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> uh. It's hard for me to want to go back very far, though, Boy. because... <laughs> Because mm-hmm. people are stupid. Yeah. Okay. They're still stupid. But yeah. they were stupider. Wow. You, you're like like a true bumper <laughs> sticker. Words truer have never been spoken. <laughs> I'd go back in time, but people were stupider. They are stupider now, too. I guess people are just always stupid. When would you go to, Brandon? Last weekend, I would eat more wings. I had wings last weekend for my birthday. Ah. <sighs> I would eat more wings last weekend. Now, where when would you go to? <sighs> There's so many times in history. Nobody's going to hold you to your answer today. I think I would go back to 1600s Europe. Sorry. Could you please repeat yourself? 1600s Europe. 17th century Europe. Why? I don't know. It just sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> like, can you imagine it all pretty? No. I tend to imagine... I tend to imagine... <laughs> when I tend to imagine... <laughs> tend any, to imagine. Anything <laughs> that happened 26 plus years ago is very dirty. It didn't, it wasn't clean. Yeah, we before only, you came along? When I was born, they started to clean things, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. that I got here, they're like, we need to get our shit together. Have you ever seen photos from your parents from, like, the early 90s? Yes, I have. And it, like, this is not specific to your parents, but it also <laughs> is. But it's everybody's parents in the early 90s. They decided that they would not light rooms up. Like, houses from, like, the 80s and 90s, they were like, we don't need light. 
We we don't. They have like junk everywhere and no indoor lighting. Well, not not to discuss. <laughs> they were living in a trash landfill. No, like not like trash, like, but they just had like a bunch of stuff. Like to your point about cleaning. Yes. <laughs> it just seems like when you look at those pictures, I know part of it, like through my. My my super Sherlock Holmes deductions. <laughs> I did some some back cataloging. I realized that largely homes were dark. I think because of the television. Like without mm. flat screens, tube TVs had to be in the darkest rooms imaginable, or any TV. Well, I mean, they did though. You imaginable. know, imagine. Like you couldn't have a bright living room and have a TV in there and be able to watch it. Yeah, unless you only wanted to watch it at night. I just remember several, several people in my life, their homes were, they were dark as shit. They were so dark. And I think now to our home, and we cannot get it dark enough. Like, we try at times. I try. There's always some <laughs> kind of light coming in. Yeah. Well, this has been a really good observation conversation that we've had. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. This is The Bargain Den. It's your weekly source of financial advice and the two of us watching a movie and telling you whether or not it's a frugal movie or not or even it's worth a movie to be watching or if it has credits at the beginning or the end or how do you feel about it in the transition period from the credits at the intro? Are you ready to watch the film or are you exhausted because you've spent 15 minutes watching this then to realize it's not in fact a Japanese movie but it's in fact a movie from a towel and when you go to watch that and you're like this is not the right thing and you realize that your Japanese film course has misuploaded the movie to Primo Cinema which is a movie we don't need to be watching but we did in fact watch almost 20 to 30 minutes of it that is this podcast (laughs) but we're not watching Primo Cinema this week what did we watch? well we watched 15 minutes of Primo Cinema and then we watched The Old Guard yes Donna, your comedic timing is chef's kiss. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, We watched The Old Guard, and it was a movie starring people. Will you please tell us about it, and we're going to spoil it. Yeah, so it's a Netflix original, so if you have Netflix, you can watch it for free. We are going to spoil it, as Brandon has said. Here's your last chance. Okay. So there's a team of five immortals. Four. Four immortals. <laughs> Four immortals. Ah, ah, ah. Please continue, Count <laughs> So they've been around for various periods of time, and they just fight for what they think is the good thing to fight for at the time. They were soldiers of their time, and because of their soldier heart and soldier spirit, they get to live not forever. They're not true. They call themselves immortal, but they they do die at some point. They just don't know when they'll die. Yeah, basically, and they didn't all just, like, turn at the same time or come from a family. They're just separate people in separate time periods who one day discovered they didn't die when they should have and then became intrinsically linked with anyone else who was alive and had the same condition. The main character. And eventually they kind of run out of immortality and they will die. Yes. The oldest and the boss of this ragtag team of the old guard 
is known as Andy. Uh, she has a very old Greek name. Andromeda uh, something. Yes. Andromeda the something. It has a, she, her name has a the in it. She's played by Charlize Theron. Um, and uh, they are basically kind of done helping humans because humans suck. The humanity sucks. They're done. Uh, but right before they can throw in the towel, their their secret identity is figured out. Or I guess not really their secret identity, but their their secret ability is yeah. figured out. They've been going through quite quite a lot of pains to keep their immortality under wraps because you can imagine that could pose problems. Yes, but they're discovered and they're being hunted by uh, Dudley from Harry Potter. <laughs> He is a science engineer who wants to make people live forever. And so somebody sells him the information about the the old guard, and then he wants to capture them. So the old guard is on guard. (laughs) And they're going to find, basically, who has their identity, who knows about them, and I guess kill them. And uh, then they all have a shared dream, because they have shared dreams, they're intrinsically linked. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a new member, a member of the U.S. military. Um, Marines, maybe. I think the Marines, yeah. She is killed in action and then comes back to life because she's in the new immortal. And I don't believe you. Hey, Brandon. Yeah? Axes. Are they frugal? You, your your face took a lot of energy to say that word. I wanted to make sure it was pronounced properly. Ah, uh, <laughs> axes. <laughs> Are they frugal? Are they? Yeah. All right. They're a tool that you can keep using and sharpening, and then they can kill, or they could cut, or they could cut kill. Oh, yeah, they're really old, so when they fight, they use guns and, like, battle axes and swords. Yeah, it's pretty freaking sweet. Pretty sweet. Anyway, the Marine <laughs> is awoken after thought she was being killed, and uh, the boss comes and picks her up. Apparently, they're all very close <laughs> in terms mm. of distance, because it doesn't take them very long to get from one place to another. Um... They they take her slash kidnap the new immortal, uh, introduce him to the team. Uh, she's not really happy about becoming immortal. Hmm. But just then, Dudley's uh, SWAT team breaks down the door and kidnaps two of the members of the old guard. The other three escape. Um, there's like a kind of a training montage slash character building montage for a bit with these new th- the boss. The new girl, and what was the other guy's name? Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. Yeah. He, uh, he's like Booker? the... Booker. That was it. Booker. Booker. He, he's the newest one before the Marine, mm-hmm. and he was from the 1800s? 1812. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he was from the War of 1812. Um... <laughs> That's when he should have died. Yeah. Anyway, they, Dudley's got the two other people. Uh, what was it? Nikki and... Joe? Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe and Nikki. Joe and Nikki, yeah. Um, so they got to go save Joe and Nikki. 
and so they do. Uh, but before they do, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so along the way, Andy, the boss, discovers that she's lost her immortality because mm. she won't stop bleeding. But she keeps it under wraps, both literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. And this ends up backfiring. Literally. Literally, because she gets shot through the back. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to do that twice in, like, one sentence, but here we are. So it's what really happens... It's acknowledge it, too. Yeah, it's really, I know. It's really, like, comedic flow-wise. Yeah. yeah, dude, I got it. <laughs> Any up-and-young comedians, listen Up-and-young comedians, if gather around. You know, when you're working on your wordplay, stop. Point, point out the wordplay. Even better if you have the ability to go, and I didn't even mean for that one. That's actually true across all art. If somebody says, wow, your sculpture looks so beautiful, you go, I just fucking dumped some stuff and it turned out like that. Didn't even mean for it to, no skill involved. Do that. That's going to get you lots of um, recognition. So, yes, I was on a journey with you. I'm sorry. Now I have to get back. So Booker and Andy go to confront the guy that they're sure has sold them out so that they can rescue Joe and Nikki. Turns out the dude they think sold them out did sell them out. But Booker was in on it. Booker was in on it because he's tired of being alive and he wants to die. And he thinks that if they figure out the secret to immortality, they'll also figure out how to freaking kill him. But then Andy's gonna die. Because he shot her in the freaking back because he didn't know she wasn't immortal anymore, and now she's bleeding. So now all of the old guard is kidnapped, but it's all up to the new guard. And she has to go in and save them from the evil Avengers Tower run by Dudley. Yes, and she does quite handily. Mm. Eh. I mean, it's difficult, but they all manage to escape, and Andy isn't dead yet. Yeah, and they kill Dudley and his merry filled... I'm going to invent Batteries 2, the sequel, because that's what we need. <laughs> it's better. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dudley, dead. His team of merry-go-fighters, dead. Is that a saying, merry-go-fighters? Mary, it is now. It is now. And the old guard goes on. Oh, Booker. Booker's in trouble. He's in trouble. He's got to uh, spend 100 years by himself. See, the thing is, it's it's very bad to get trapped if you're immortal. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of all of their fears, and Booker basically did that to all of them. Yeah. Which was a big breach of trust because Andy's one of her earliest teammates, Quinn, Mm -hmm. uh, she got trapped and they all still dream about her from time to time because she's like drowning at the bottom of an ocean over and over again. Yeah. It's horrible. She was kidnapped and put into a tomb and dropped into the ocean. So, um, yeah, that sounds super fun. But now there's a new team. Oh, and it turns out that all the people that they've been saving over the years, 
They go on to save, like, hundreds and thousands of people, so there's... Yeah, like, all, all the good they've been doing turns out to have been, like, completely exponential and amazing. Um, and it turns out, after the credits, Quinn is still alive. She somehow escaped the prison, and she found Booker. Um, do you know what this plot is, basically? It's a plot to Wanted. Remember that movie? I haven't seen it. Oh, Wow, way to ruin Wanted. I mean, it's different, but it... Are they immortal? No. Okay. Now I can't say anything else. Yeah. Maybe you can go find a copy of Wanted in the clearance aisle. Let's check. Well... Was it frugal, Donna? Okay. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think we might have found a copy of Wanted. That might be coming up in the future. Did we? Maybe. Wink. Oh, oh <laughs> goodness! You need to oil up your eyes. What was that? Did your eye just fly away? <laughs> why did you? Why did that happen? Well, now that I'm blind, you might have to finish the episode. Oh, uh, you know, podcasts <laughs> notoriously requiring eyes. Medium. <laughs> I'm going to say immortality, not frugal. Why? Why? Because that's a lot of, of consuming you're doing over your lifetime, and you don't even need to. But we saw how what they were doing with their lives was exponentially good for humanity. Right, and humanity is not frugal. Fair. Boom. All right. Then we also have all the destruction that they cause all over the freaking place, which is also not frugal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but especially mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. like, the Merrick building, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they, um, they smash through a lot of windows, they destroy a lot of priceless art, mm-hmm. they absolutely crush a car. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I would say frugal. They use their battle weapons. Those don't take bullets. True. You can use that over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, mm. Having the same plot as wanted. Frugal. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's based off of a graphic novel, right? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, no. <clears throat> can, can we, um, dirty trivia? <laughs> okay. You're getting, like, really, like, demanding with your thrifty trivia. <laughs> dirty trivia? No. Oh my god, there's so much trivia for this movie. Thrifty trivia! Let's see. So yes, it was based on a graphic novel. The epitomous graphic novel source material for the film has an original run of five issues and a sequel series of an additional five collected into two trade paperbacks as of 2020, so fans can expect this movie to have sequels. So that's frugal. Yeah, I would agree. Charlie's Theron has stated that Andy is over 6,000 years old. What? That's hella old. Most stunts were performed by the main actors, not stunt doubles. Frugal. frugal. Although not frugal, you run the risk of 
you know. But they didn't because they were trained properly. Frugal. This isn't... This isn't trivia. Hey, people writing trivia for movies, <laughs> I don't think... I guess... Uh, here's this. what this one says. When they travel to England, they go to Surrey. Harry Potter lived in Fort Privet Drive in a town in Surrey. Harry Melling, who plays Merrick, played Dudley Dursley, Harry Potter's cousin. I guess that's trivia. I mean, but it's like... I don't know. Both of these movies take place on Earth. Having been viewed by over 7 million households in its first month, this is one of Netflix's most successful releases. Whoa. This is where I have to admit, I found out about this movie from NPR, so I'm sure that helped. (laughs) That's frugal, though. The director did an extended interview on 1A. Like, that's some great advertisement for your movie. And I'm pretty sure it was free. It'd be fishy if it wasn't. Um, this is the second time that Charlize Theron played a, an immortal character. What? The first being in the film Hancock. Nuh-uh. Yeah. She was in Hancock? Yes. I loved that movie. I know you did. I try to I try to cut that out of the podcast when you say it every episode, but <laughs> it is it is a truth about you. Now I have to no wait I have to look it up. There she is. But was she? Uh, she was probably one of the two immortal characters from Hancock. Yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. Jason Bateman was in that movie? No, I didn't remember that Jason Bateman was in that movie. I only remember the fact that Will Smith was in that movie. That's all I remembered. And I remember the fact that that movie came out around the same time as The Dark Knight. Yes, it did. I think the same year. I believe so. 50 trivia! Yeah! <laughs> uh, was this a frugal movie, Donna? You know... Mm-hmm. From the start, we had a lot of not frugal points, but our trivia brought up a lot of frugal points. I think it's true. I think at its heart, I think it was a frugal film then. I think so. All right, the old guard. Watch it if you want to be frugal. Frugality. Frugality. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Do you want to, like, can we spend some time in that space? Um... I want to know its origins. Uh, I would like you to use it in a sentence. Look, I was just channeling, but it's gone Channeling. (laughs) Channeling. The through the, the. Hmm. Please, please keep going. Don't, please don't kill the air. The, the, I was. Wow. Like. You keep like you keep starting to say something, and I feel your brain go. No, I don't got it. I don't got it. What's Again. the name of the like? I'll see scowl. Um, there's Randy Newman. Is that? Yeah, I was Randy channeling Newman. some Randy Frugman, um, and that's what happened. Did you happened. mean to mispronounce his name? Frugman. Frug, frug, frugalman. <laughs> yeah. 
here. <laughs> uh, what is Randy Newman? Uh, what an interesting take on Randy Newman as well. But it was uh, more of the swing style. Oh. So maybe it was like his... This is swing period. Brother Paul Newman <laughs> and his wonderful ranch dressing. Yes. Okay. Do you want to thank some people? I would love to. First off, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, you should consider sharing it with a friend. I also want to thank Sarah Anastasia for our cover art and the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds. I'd also like to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast. They're the best podcast hosting platform you could hope for, and they're really cool. I also want to thank the AJ51012. Our bargainer. And if you want to dethrone Baj and become our next bargainer, it's really easy. You just go to iTunes, search for our podcast, rate and review it. That's it. That's all you gotta do. And then we'll read your review, and we'll read your name on the podcast every ding-dang week until someone else does that. It's true. Well, this has been The Bargain Den. Thank you, both Randy and Paul Newman. We do love the Newmans and the Frugmans. Frugelmans. Trying to make it a thing, huh? Like, <laughs> maybe we're the... I guess, okay, that's fine. Anyway, well, my name is Brandon. My name's Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. Frugman. Uh, <laughs> fuck right off. <laughs> it's very rude of you, Donna. It's what the whiteboard says.